blowing snow blinded me as I careened down Interstate 81. My jaw muscles throbbed from clenching my teeth for the past five hazardous hours, and the truck stop was still four miles away. The icy roads made me late. The exchange was planned for 9.15 p.m., exactly eight minutes ago. Unless my luck had been blessed with a major traffic accident, I wouldn't be catching the seller. But maybe saving the child and interrogating the buyer were still within reach. If I don't die before I get there, it'll be a miracle. My tires hit yet another packed-down section of snow and sent the car sliding. I wrenched the steering wheel into the skid, my stomach burning as if I'd lit it on fire. Gently pumping the brakes and cursing the polar vortex, I saved the car from skidding onto the shoulder. The kid I was trying to save couldn't afford my slowing down. Pain burned my bottom lip. I dug my teeth out of the tender flesh. Two hazardous miles to go. The windshield wipers were on high, their annoying swish-swash giving me another reason to cuss. After discovering Kaylee Richardson had nearly been sold into an online sex trafficking ring, I'd decided to take my operation beyond old case files. Child sex trafficking was running rampant in this country, and law enforcement often found its hands tied by our legal system. I didn't. Kelly and I spent weeks searching online classified ads, learning the code words for selling sex. There were thousands of readily accessible ads, and most of the sites had IP addresses that simply bounced back to a server in another country, making law enforcement's job nearly impossible. Kelly created our ad, posing as a 12-year-old girl. We read through the hundreds of replies very carefully. We needed a weak opponent— not a pimp looking for another child to destroy. Our choice was the right one. The guy cried when I showed up instead of a little girl, and he begged for his life when I gave him the overdose of ketamine. Not before he bargained away a few online accounts and passwords, however. It didn't take long before Kelly found deeply embedded groups selling kits. Tonight was the first verified hit— our first chance to save a kid and glean some new information in the process. I couldn't erase the memory of the video. A little boy with dark brown skin, a little skinny but overall healthy-looking, stood naked in the middle of a nondescript room. A disembodied voice ordered him to turn in a circle, to raise his arms over his head, to bend over. He obeyed with a glazed look in his eyes and tears running down his cheeks. A price was named just before the video ended. I would kill someone for that little boy tonight. Stupid snow! My eyes watered just looking at the cascading white flakes. I glanced at my bag. Injection loaded and ready. Cash for the kid. Pepper spray just in case. Kelly discovered the sale so suddenly I'd resorted to running around my apartment, throwing things in a bag and hoping I had what I needed. I promised the cat I'd be home to feed him in the morning, and I didn't intend to let him down. I peered through the sheet of snow to see Hagerstown 81 Truck Stop's bright red sign. Please, God, don't let me be too late. As I turned to take the icy exit, I felt the tires lose traction. Give me a break! Blood pounded in my temples as I half-slid onto the iced-over exit. 
For one blinding second, I saw nothing but the snow-covered metal guardrail and braced myself for impact. Beyond the rail appeared a snowy abyss with a drop sharp enough to break my neck. Not ready to face the brain-numbing fear of death, I rapidly tapped on the brakes, pulled the steering wheel to the left. The tires had nothing but snow to grip, and my small car careened down the exit ramp. All I could do was follow the curve until somehow I bottomed out and hit the next patch of clearish pavement. Back in control, my head damp with sweat and my fingers cramped, I turned into the truck stop. A few short months ago, this moment was unimaginable. Watching a man die by my own hand, not the first time I'd administered death, but the first I'd witnessed, left me cold and guilty and shattered.